the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You might remember, if you are uh, a homeowner, the housing crisis of 2008. And you might remember the uh, taxpayer bailouts in the aftermath of that. Phrases like, too big to fail. And that pretty much greased the skids, that crisis, for Barack Obama's ascent to the White House. And Barack Obama's ascent to the White House revived the political career of Joe Biden. And now we have Joe Biden as president. And, of course, all the people of influence in Barack Obama's administration are pretty much people with the most influence in Joe Biden's administration. And so it should not surprise us that uh, they're bringing back a golden oldie from the Biden admin, uh, from the uh, Obama administration. We are going to, uh, well, we're going to be Robin Hood. We're going to take from the rich and give to the poor. And we're going to do it outside the purview of Congress, which I thought was our lawmaking body. I watched a video when I was a kid about how a bill becomes a law. (laughs) It's very cute, but uh, way out of style now. We don't do it that way. We do everything by executive order or by regulatory order. And so today, a new federal rule goes into effect that will, if you have a very high, a very enviable credit score, uh, say 740 or so, uh, 680 or more, uh, it will cost you more to get a mortgage. Uh, Your rate will not be higher because that would be illegal, but your fees will be higher. Now, what will this mean for you as a responsible party? Well, let's say you have 20% of a home purchase to put down. That's a high in this market, but that would indicate that you have done everything right. Man, you've saved your money. You got a great credit score. You got 20% to put down and you want to take out a $350,000 mortgage. You will pay in mortgage fees today $3,062. If you had completed your loan and it had gone through on Friday afternoon, which was April the 29th, your fees would have been $1,750. That, by my math, is a difference of uh, $1,312. All for having a great credit score. You're penalized $1,312 for having a great credit score. Well, if you're getting hosed like that, somebody's got a benefit. And who would it be? Well, it would be someone who has a credit score below 640. Where over the life of their loan, they would have paid in uh, mortgage fees $10,500. Now they will pay $1,350. 
$7,875 for the exact same loan. And even if they had 20% to put down. So we kept everything the same, no variables. The only thing variable is the credit score. $10,500 before, $7,875 now. So that is, let's see if I can crank up the uh, spinning wheels in my mind and do this math in my head. That is uh, $2,625 less than they would have paid before. $2,625 less than they would have paid before. This is being done, of course, by the Biden administration to achieve equity. Now, equity is a word that sounds like equality, and equality we have been schooled until critical race theory that equality is good, right? Equality is really, really good. All men are created equal. Well, the Biden administration taking the baton from the Obama administration, taking the baton from Karl Marx, believes that equity is a useful objective because, number one, it sounds like equality. Equity sounds so much like equality that they're betting that all of us dopes won't notice the difference between equity and equality. But there is a difference between equity and equality. And here's the difference. You do well to remember this. Equality is when, imagine a a foot race. A bunch of people are going to race. Okay, They're going to race from here to there. Equality is when everybody starts at the same time and at the same place. Equity is when everybody finishes at the same time and at the same place, regardless of their individual abilities and merit. See, I believe in everybody starting at the same place and at the same time. That's equality. I do not believe in everybody finishing at the same time and at the same place. And the reason why I do not believe in that is because that in order to win a race, a lot goes into it. Your inherent gifts, I will admit that, your inherent gifts, some people are gifted with more speed than others, but some people are also gifted with a greater work ethic than others. They're willing to train. They're willing to make their body do things their body really doesn't want to do. Like in the case of buying a house, saving your money. Paying your bills, building a good credit score, not going out and buying things you can't afford. And those are individual decisions. And if you make individual decisions, I am a subscriber to the antiquated theory that you should be held accountable for your individual decisions. But the Biden administration does not believe that. And this is just the latest indication that they do not believe that. There have been many other indications. For instance, student loan forgiveness. Right? I graduated with no student loans because my brothers and my parents helped me pay my bills because I didn't go to the college I really wanted to go to. I went to the one I could afford. And I didn't hang around on the weekends and stand on roofs and make roofs collapse. I went back home because I had a job on Friday nights and Saturdays. And I saved that money and I used it to put myself through school. And so I graduated without any college debt. Also, the Biden administration has shown its hand 
on trying to make everybody finish at the same time and at the same place with their rent moratorium, right? You are somebody who really did everything right. You not only have a high credit score, you not only have enough money to put 20% down on a house, you saved so much money, you bought other properties and rented them to people, like the knuckleheads in the campus area who stood on the roof and made it collapse. That's how we used to think you get ahead is you buy your own property. And what if I could buy other property? Because as an auctioneer I heard years ago once said, there's only so much Mother Earth. Yes, there is. King Carl Muma, only so much Mother Earth. And if you can acquire several pieces of Mother Earth with homes or apartments on them, then you get to charge other people to live there. But not when the Biden administration instituted a rent moratorium because, of course, people who save their money and buy not just a place for them to live, but for other people to live, they're evil and they're mean and they're nasty and they've somehow taken advantage of the system. And they shouldn't have to be able to have people pay to live there because, I mean, after all, there's a pandemic and you can't be expected to pay rent during a pandemic. So the Biden administration, I will say, they are committed to their Marxist ideology to make the finish line equal regardless of people's abilities, regardless of their work ethic, regardless of their habits. Now, this does not necessarily mean that a policy is not effective. Just because it's unfair doesn't mean the policy is going to be ineffective. But in this case, I'm pretty sure it will be ineffective. And I'm pretty sure you don't have to take just my word for it. Because we have a gentleman by the name of Edward Pinto, who used to work for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the federal mortgage people. And he is going to, after the break, explain to you why this effort by the Biden administration may not work the way they think it will. In fact, it may work the opposite of how they think it will. And as is so often the case with everywhere you look in the Biden administration, what they intend to do for good will turn out to be for evil. So May 1st into effect go the new federal housing finance agency rules on... Loan level price adjustment fees. Looking for a mortgage? Got a good credit score? That's always been good news in the past. Uh, Not necessarily good news for you now. Because, as I said before, if you're looking for a $350,000 mortgage, so you want to finance, you want to take a loan out for $350,000, you put 20% down, 20% down on a home. If you had a credit score above 740 before, So you pay your credit card balances off every month. You're not needlessly carrying credit. You're not defaulting on anything. You pay your bills, electric bill, gas bill, all the stuff they look at for your credit rating. And you have done it all right. Your reward will be that you will pay quite a bit more in fees. I consider $1,000 plus to be quite a bit more. A person who put 20% down and took a $350,000 mortgage out on Friday would have paid $1,750 in fees Now, today, you will pay $3,062. So you will pay $1,312 more. But a person who on Friday had a credit score of 640 or lower 
and put 20% down would have paid $7,875 in fees. Now, no, excuse me, that's what they pay now. See, in my head, I thought, certainly, you got bad credit, you're going to pay more. (laughs) Silly me. I don't think like a Democrat. No, before you would have paid $10,500 in fees. Now you'll pay $7,875, which is a difference of $3,625. Come on down. This is meant to help people who have bad credit scores afford starter homes. Say, wait a minute. Didn't we do that back in the early 2000s? Didn't we, like alleviate the need for people to put 20% down on a mortgage. And didn't that work out bad? Yeah, it did. It did. Freddie May and uh, Freddie May and Freddie Mac engaged in similar policies in the 2008 financial crisis. I'm reading this right off of the centersquare.com. That crisis put billions of dollars in financial burden on taxpayers via government bailouts. I'll add this part. And it was so much fun, we just can't wait to do it again. Here's Edward Pinto of Fannie Mae saying that, "Mm, this is not necessarily going to work out the way that you think it will. It's going to add to demand from lower-income, higher-risk borrowers. That demand is going to drive up prices in the neighborhoods those uh, buyers are shopping in because the supply of homes in those neighborhoods hasn't changed. If you add more demand, keep the supply the same, the price has to go up. That's Economics 101. Well, see, that is where uh, Mr. Pinto is running afoul of Biden logic. Biden logic does not believe in supply and demand. You can see it in uh, domestic energy prices. So they do not believe that if you restrict the supply of something, the demand and then the price will go up. I know gas prices are way higher than they were when Trump left office, but that doesn't mean that the president sees that and certainly doesn't mean that the president is not willing to repeat those policies because he's doing it. It's already done. It's in effect. It's not like this is proposed. It's not like Congress can step in and stop it. And proof that the Biden administration really doesn't pay attention to the consequences of its actions can be seen on our southern border. Did you know that 10 days from today at midnight, May 11th, Title 42 is ending? Now, you've heard a lot about Title 42. Do you know what Title 42 does? Title 42 allows border agents to immediately expel illegal border crossers And it was in effect during the pandemic because we didn't want a bunch of people with the uh, COVID-19 virus to come streaming across our border to bring more disease to our shores. China was handling that just fine on their own. Now, Alejandro Mayorkas and others from the Department of Homeland Security say that this does not mean the border is open. I wonder, do, do the six million people who've crossed the border... Since Biden took office, does that mean the border's open? Not to them. Now, I listened to an expert on border policy on Saturday, and he said that the phenomenon at place, the, the phenomenon in place on the border is a little bit like that old game we've all played at parties when we were kids called telephone. 
only it's kind of like a reverse telephone. Because when you went around the circle at your party, you'd started with, you know, a detail of something that happened. And by the time it made it all the way around the circle and got back to its origin, the detail had changed dramatically. In this game, word goes out among the people who want to come in here for all the free stuff Democrats are handing out. And the message gets repeated millions and millions and millions of times, and it never changes. They all know exactly what to say when they come across the border, and there are many magic things they can say to come across the border once Title 42 is repealed. And one of the things that they can say to be automatically admitted to the United States is, well, I'm afraid if I go back to my country of origin, I'll be kidnapped. Or I'll be persecuted. And, well, that's just do not pass go. Collect $200. It's just like you're in, pal. You are in. And then you say, well, aren't they monitored? Yes, stringently. They are given a court date to appear before a magistrate to determine whether or not what they are saying about being threatened with kidnapping or some other form of persecution is in fact true, because you can't just lie your way into the country, of course. Problem is, so many people, remember I said six million, so many people have come across our border, that doesn't count the million who've gotten away, we don't have any idea who they are, but I'm sure they'll announce themselves sometime when they blow up a building somewhere. Uh, They get a court date to come back in five years. In five years. Now, you see, if you're watching Bill Malusian's reporting from the border, you see how things look at the border. You see what's going on in our inner cities. Flashback segment number one, we got roofs collapsing in the campus area. We got a home invasion where a 28-year-old man is murdered in front of his children. We got a 17-year-old shot at an after-prom party. Does it seem to you that our law enforcement agencies, be they local county, state, or federal, does it seem to you that our law enforcement agencies have a lot of spare time on their hands to go around and round up people who have failed to show up for their hearing to address the veracity of their comment five years earlier that, well, I was afraid if I went back to Juarez, I'd be kidnapped or I'd be persecuted. No, of course not. So they'll be in the country. They'll be impossible to get out of the country because quite likely they'll be impossible to find. And this will be the legacy of the Biden administration. There will be a future terrorist attack that will trace back to somebody who came across our border because of the policies of Joe Biden. Count on it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.